0: Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn.
1: Each week we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. In today's episode, we're going to talk to Mansa Korelts. She is from Slovenia and she's linkedin trainer there. And we're going to talk to her about how is LinkedIn developing in Slovenia. So here is Mansa Korelts.
0: Yes, thank you, Vitek, for this introduction. Yes, I've been a LinkedIn trainer for almost three years now. uh, And I really love my job. I help B2B companies and individuals in B2B companies how to leverage the benefits of LinkedIn for marketing and for sales. Apart from my lover of lakes side, uh, I have this big sports project, personal project. Uh, I cycle to all of Slovenian lakes. And uh, just last weekend, I sent my book to the printing house. So this is a big, big win for me this year. So I will publish my first big uh, book. It's not about LinkedIn, it's about lakes, but it, it will be perfect.
1: Awesome, awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to touch upon your your love of lakes as well. Uh, but um, obviously, our podcast is more about um, LinkedIn and about LinkedIn strategies and all that. So let's just stick to that. And um, tell me a little bit about, about your history with the LinkedIn. Because I know that many people, you know, we started on the LinkedIn way, way back, perhaps not really knowing what that platform is all about. Um, so how was your beginnings with the with the LinkedIn? Can you tell us?
0: Yes. I have been using LinkedIn for, I have this profile for 10 years, but uh, my love for LinkedIn started in October, 2014, when I started my uh, first time as an entrepreneur. Uh, I was uh, working for different web agencies back then. And when I started being an entrepreneur, I asked myself a big, big, important question, which goes, how can anybody hire me If they do not, I even existed. So I optimized my profile and started posting back then around digital marketing topics. Uh, And I realized that LinkedIn is, of course, a B2B channel that we can use for free. And uh, for giving us opportunity to really reveal ourselves and to start building personal brand and to start building credibility, of course. A year later, I jumped off (laughs) my entrepreneurship journey uh, and jumped into jobs for two years, but I continued posting. I continued attending um, networking events and being really, really active on LinkedIn. And in October 2017, I started being an entrepreneur again, this time as a social media marketer for, for a few months. But quickly, I realized that LinkedIn is my passion. I'm really, really passionate about, all about LinkedIn. So I started, and I realized it is a business opportunity here in Slovenia because three years ago, I was almost the only one specialized in LinkedIn. So it's a combination of passion for LinkedIn, for B2B marketing and business opportunity. So this is my loving journey to this day.
1: Yeah, That sounds really interesting. Um, as a practitioner, so you were actually using LinkedIn for, uh, for you, for your business, and then you actually yeah. slowly moved into, into um, LinkedIn as a, as a business, right? Uh, so yeah, you took the opportunity very well. And um, when I was looking at, at uh, LinkedIn population uh, in Slovenia, <laughs> I, would, I would say, I think it's about like 400,000 people. It's not really a big, uh, big, uh, huge amount of group, you know. How is actually LinkedIn popular in Slovenia?
0: But uh, according to Napoleon Cat, something like that statistic that I follow, we are uh, three hundred sixty-four thousand uh, users, something like that in Slovenia. But I believe it's still in the first stage. It is popular uh, when we think about yes, they do have LinkedIn profiles, but that is for the majority of users the only one, the the only thing uh, they use, right? So it's not my mission is to teach people to teach individuals entrepreneurs companies that linkedin is a tool it's not a platform it's not, it is a platform but mainly it is a tool so we use it but for here and there posting maybe connecting and so on but it's in the first stage of truly embracing the fact that it's so 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 powerful
1: hmm so uh, it can be easily said you're basically opening doors for other business owners other entrepreneurs to actually figure out that the business uh, the business can be done on linkedin and linkedin is fantastic uh, mm-hmm. business opportunity for them as well yes. right yes yeah so that's uh, that's really good how easy or difficult it's to actually um, to be that kind of linkedin evangelist i would say you know spreading the word you know of a linkedin in slovenia
0: Well, I love it. I adore my job. I love that. I love being an ambassador of LinkedIn. Uh, I believe I'm the biggest ambassador for now um, in Slovenia. I love it. But on the other hand, sometimes I really struggle, but because it goes slowly, right? Even for my clients, they always um, say to me, "Mind, so we're lack of time. We have so much work to do. And I respond, look, LinkedIn is your work. This is your job. So it is but um, fortunately I really love the progress in every single thing in life so I love the progress of me growing as a trainer for Slovenia growing as a LinkedIn country user so I love the progress but I would like (laughs) this progress to be um, to go quicker but It's a shift, you know. It's a shift according to mindset. It's a shift for us to um, really embrace the technology, embrace the platform, embrace the fact that we cannot do business without social media anymore. It's impossible. It's simply impossible. Uh, Here in Slovenia, everybody knows that we need to have a website, a business website, yes, but social media together with LinkedIn, it does not have the priority it should have. So Mm. it is it is
1: an awesome journey, to be honest. Got it, got it. So tell us a little bit more about of a nitty gritty of stuff. What do you do with your with your clients? You know how you acquire the clients and what, what do you do for them? Uh, do you do the LinkedIn local meetings and things like that? I know obviously now it's a little bit difficult, you know, after after the COVID period and with all that all that stuff which is going on. But yeah. uh, tell us a little bit more about what the, about the practicalities of of your work on uh, in Slovenia and that, that space.
0: Yes, my main work or job are LinkedIn workshops. I do them in person. Well, in COVID time, I had a few Zoom uh, workshops, of course, but I quickly switched back to live versions of uh, workshops where we uh, teach, where I teach how the philosophy of LinkedIn. You really, I always um, repeat that we need to understand the social selling dimension of LinkedIn in order to use it correctly so we always start with some theory uh with how to optimize our LinkedIn profiles what to post how to post according to the LinkedIn always changing LinkedIn algorithm right Uh, and how to um really do the lead generation so this is this is for now but yeah as as LinkedIn is evolving I am evolving as a trainer so I'm constantly trying to at new services and in covid time i really uh, took time and write a hundred <laughs> pages long pdf around 12 topics around LinkedIn for it to be an online product a little online product um, so uh, yes i'm constantly evolving and just try to listen um to my clients or future clients what do they actually need so i don't have these strict programs that I sell to them but I listen to them and ask them, ask them how much time do they want to invest, how much money do they want to invest in me in the LinkedIn training. So I kind of adjust. Hmm.
1: Okay, so, so if you're talking about the programs, about the strategies, what are the main LinkedIn strategies which you teach? Uh, what, would, what would you suggest uh, would be the proper LinkedIn strategies to teach uh, to people?
0: Uh, Well, the first thing is, like I say, it's a homework, right? First, we need to understand what we want to achieve with LinkedIn. Is it lead generation or is it employer branding or is it person branding? So this is the main thing. Uh, Of course, the next thing is everybody's talking about how important a linkedin profile is of course it is and it's a constant uh, it's a constant work linkedin is not something static it's a dynamic tool that we need to constantly uh, changing and adjusting to our services our strategies uh, our products and so on the other thing of course it's posting adding value this is uh, my um, favorite thing on linkedin to post to add value to add value in different formats Uh, And then, of course, engaging to be um, open to connect like we did, um, to open to connect with future clients. And of course, um, well, the biggest um, strategy can be having a mindset to give, to give value and to start conversations before we actually switch to transactions. Right. So it is. Like we always talk about it building relationships, and the strategy needs to you we need to understand it's a long term mm, this doesn't happen overnight for me, it was a three year long journey adding only I was just adding value, but I knew that this is the right way because if success happens slowly, then the win will last longer right um so it is almost. This is the strategy to know exactly. Well, this is a few pillars. I talk about uh, six pillars. So, the first to understand what you are all about for the LinkedIn, the second is profile or the page, LinkedIn page. I love LinkedIn pages. Uh, the second, uh, the third thing is posting, the networking, lead generation, and to have a system. What do you need to do every day or every week or every month? Uh, and I always say, start small, right? I was uh, um, listening to your podcast as well. Some experts say post once per day. This can be for a starter on LinkedIn too much. And I always say start small, start twice per month, but stay with that uh, frequency, right? So this is really important to just understand that using LinkedIn um, has some dimensions that we need to combine all together.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll get to the to the to that topic about you know how often and all this uh, a little bit later. Yes. But I, I'll just uh, uh, circle back a little bit to your previous stage and to previous, um, uh, maybe I would say previous life but um, <laughs> the times where you were practicing it yourself, uh, what did you learn from those times? You know, what did you learn? Because, because I think uh, the most important for us, uh, you know, who are people who are using LinkedIn on a regular basis, we really need to have that, that stage where we, where we practice what we preach, right? Like, a, and those, those are times where extremely important. So do you have anything specific? What you learned those times? When, what would you now giving to your clients and to your uh, customers?
0: Well, I don't think that uh, the main practice is completely different now than it was before. The biggest thing here is consistency and always learning. I have a bunch of people on LinkedIn that I follow all the time uh, for me to be up to date what is happening. But it's really uh, nothing but embracing the fact that I, I like to compare LinkedIn to the email. right? I always ask my clients. How many times per day do you log in into email? Well, of course, all uh, the answers are all the time or a few times a day, 10 times a day. And I say, okay, so if you didn't do that, email as a tool wouldn't work for you. And it's the same with LinkedIn, right? You need to use it. You don't need to log in 10 times per day. You need to log in once per week for an hour. And you need to have a system what to do in that hour. So I believe that my biggest success perhaps for myself can be that I am constantly um, my biggest goal or my guiding light I can say is to build brand personal brand Mm -hmm. right so I I really need I really like to um, expose myself and to give value but um, in the mind that I need I want to build a credible professional personal brand well the gloves legs but yeah uh,
1: to build brand so Mm so 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 man let's say let's say let's stay with the, some some example let's say that uh, there is a uh, there is a business owner they want to start um, uh, building their linkedin visibility what would be your first step what you go, what are you going to do with them uh, will there be some exercise or, or what you know how take take me through the process
0: yes i was in the covid time i started working for well um, teaching training uh, an entrepreneur via zoom <laughs> first uh, but the process went like this first i really have uh, this conversation around what they want to achieve what tone of voice what will be their uh, personal brand in the future what is our guiding light is that so the second thing is uh, we audit all these um, different social channels digital channels that are attached to the person and then Uh, Then we start um, kind of building a story around the person. And then, okay, what will be the goal? Yes, lead generation. Okay, who are the people, of course, who are the target? What is the market and so on? And then on, uh, we start building, uh, I help with the about section and with headline section and of course the photos and so on. So first is really the homework to truly understand what we want to achieve because. We don't use LinkedIn for the sake of LinkedIn. We use LinkedIn to achieve something else, right? LinkedIn is the tool. Well, I use it for for many different reasons, of course, uh, since I'm a LinkedIn trainer. But for others, LinkedIn is a tool, and we need to understand how to attach to the other strategy. And then, of course, are the workshops, how to optimize profile, what are the keywords, what is the story, what is the call to action in uh, about section. and how to post, I always, um, together we um, post a content on the profiles or pages. So we go through this process and um, uh, many times there are, oh, I don't want to post. Are we really publishing this right now? Yes, you will. And this is the mindset um, that is still very present in Slovenia. Oh, who am I to, to just post? What to post? and so on. So I, I want, I am a LinkedIn motivator as well. So I want them, I motivate them to just go out and post. And I always say, if you post something valuable, then it's okay. Don't post, just, don't post pitches and um, promotions, right? Just post something that your clients need to have. So this workshops, I, I like to do, of course, in, uh, in person life. So we are together computers and we really work together. But okay. I help, of course, with the um, different elements.
1: Right. That brings me to another question, which uh, I would like to ask you. What are the main uh, difficulties or main obstacles which you uh, encounter while doing what you're doing there?
0: The main thing is that LinkedIn does not have a renommate to be really important for them. Mm-hmm. They um, are not... Um, kind of. They don't want to invest as much time as LinkedIn would need so they said we don't have time we need you need to invest time in LinkedIn so this is something that perhaps for a few months they use it consistently and they uh, in time they can forget to be consistent this is my biggest struggle how to how to make LinkedIn so powerful in their eyes Yes, of course. If they, uh, but the results doesn't come in three months. Perhaps it could come in a year, or can come in a month. But you need to uh, really invest a lot of time in the beginning. So this is my main struggle: <laughs> how to convince them to really invest more time in the. Beginning.
1: You mentioned something about about posting and how often uh, one should post. So. Obviously, perhaps that's uh, very specific to your situation where you are at and, and the, your, the geography as well. So what is normally your uh, advice in this sense? You know, how often do you post? Uh,
0: for my profile, I, post, I don't post more than two times per week. Uh, on average, I post once per week. Uh, but for my LinkedIn page, I do more, like two times per week or sometimes three times per week. And this is the frequency I teach. In Slovenia, I believe that it would be too much if we post it three times per week. But I, I think every individual finds a frequency that suits them. But I always say start small because it, it is, it can be done for perhaps three months. But in time, you can run out of ideas. You can run out of energy to post three times per week. So I always say just start once per week this can be done and stick with this frequency for 30 years right it's better than to just okay i will do i will do this three times per week it's better small uh, we are small countries so i believe it can be there's not so many active users on linkedin but since the covid i believe i i feel i see that more users are active even with uh, content so we need to evolve even i um, as a content creator on linkedin need to evolve over time uh, to perhaps change the frequency or content formats or something
1: hmm. uh, if you're talking about content uh, do you have any specific content which is kind of like a more attractive or more engaging than other type of content or like i just i'm just i'm just curious about about this
0: yes i i saw the uh, big engagement on documents i need to post more documents right because not many users do that um so just i use canva i love canva it's a, it's an awesome tool how to uh, for not designer i'm not a designer but with the templates you can do masterpieces right on canva to use it to to generate documents on linkedin i believe this is can be really golden um in matter of engagement so this is a format i really like
1: Awesome. Uh, you're talking about tools. You were talking about Canva, and obviously there are so many, so many other tools. Do you have any, any specific tools which you are actually suggesting to your clients, to your uh, to your students?
0: Uh, Canva is the one I really like it, and I'm a big ambassador of Canva. Uh, for the lead generation, I use, of course, Sales Navigator. Uh, but uh, this is this is it. I don't want to. I don't want to push too much uh, programs or tools because it can be too much. LinkedIn is a tool and I want my clients to start with one. Start with LinkedIn and then when you you, when you sense the lack of functionalities or features on LinkedIn, you can use Sales Navigator and then Canva, I always say about Canva because it's for writing, right? Uh, but I don't want to give them too much because Like I said before, LinkedIn is in the first stage and our clients, uh, our companies, or my clients are in the first stage of mindset. So I believe that in three years, it will be a different picture, but for now I need to um, listen to to the companies and to the users.
1: (laughs) If you like to turn your LinkedIn into a lead-generating tool, you should consider to enroll in our LinkedIn Business Audit session. This 45-minute strategic call will give you answers you're looking for. We will show you a step-by-step strategy of what you need to do on LinkedIn in order to start generating business and lend clients from your LinkedIn activities. Interested? Send your request to marketing at squaremotion.me or click on the link in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you what about automation tools on linkedin there are a lot of those what about posting automation automation tools as well do you use anything like that or, or do you prefer to upload everything natively in a time in real time yes.
0: yes i prefer i don't like automation because i believe it's it's a way to to find a shortcut right and i don't believe in shortcuts in business and on linkedin as well it could be for a bigger uh, companies, it could be useful, but uh, in a combination with organic reach, organic posting, organic content, and we don't, it's not, it can do magic, right? It can do uh, miracles if you perhaps use it uh, for the uh, list of potential clients, but human needs to do the trick right Uh, a person a salesperson um, talks to the potential clients and so on so i'm not i'm not sure there and linkedin is not fond of automation either so i don't believe they will last so much time and again the long-term success comes with uh account-based marketing doing manually and i don't
1: believe in it one of the things which you mentioned several times already is that the linkedin is an excellent tool for building relationships one of my questions would be definitely you know what do you suggest to your clients uh, to your customers in terms of connecting what is your strategy about connecting with other people on linkedin <laughs>
0: my first a very soft communication signal is just for, uh, visiting a profile this is really powerful i'm not a push marketer i'm a very soft full marketer so right so this can be the first step in building relationships just visit the profile and then you can wait for the profile to um, visit your profile but when you are ready for connecting uh, adding a note is Crucial. We. I don't want anybody to not using this at all because it's the same as in person, right? To say hi, you say how are you, and so on. Uh, so this is something. And when it comes to the messages one on one, it's important that we use um, our content that is already published. I use it all the time when I connect with people. I send them a link to my LinkedIn page because it's filled filled with awesome content on the page, and I give them uh, the opportunity to follow me, which is uh, I once or two times per week or three times per week, I give them knowledge. So this is something just to give me value while connecting and just start conversation. And then the goal is, of course, can be a business meeting, can be a Skype call or so on, but it is a process uh, to, to really give value with the pages or with the, the content published on your on your profile, and so on. So publishing content really needs to be adjusted to the one-on-one messaging for the salesperson.
1: You're talking about results, about objectives. You know, which we are setting up certain KPIs, which which you set for your for your clients. Uh, looking at your own KPIs and your own objectives, and then you know looking back into these three years or four years, you're doing what you're doing. Is there anything what stands out, some kind of like a moment you were really proud of? You know, uh, I would, you would say, oh, this was fantastic moment or this was fantastic client. We've delivered this, um, you know, fantastic thing for them. Uh, what, what are you proud of looking back at your, at your career on the LinkedIn so far?
0: Oh, great question. Well, uh, the first thing is, I was published as a main interview in uh, the biggest marketing magazine in Slovenia in the COVID time. So I was on the cover page and I was so happy and so proud. And this is one of the biggest wins in my career since I am a personal brand strategist, right? So this is one thing. And there are some. Um, Clients and companies that really rock on LinkedIn since my workshops, and that really makes me proud. But from the, when we see them on the um, LinkedIn, we, we see the following is growing and so on, and they are truly successful with that. That is something. And of course, what I'm really proud about that I've uh, managed to build so powerful brand that um, clients find me. I rarely do prospecting for now because clients. I'm I'm so <laughs> for years and years of me posting on LinkedIn. Um, it, it's really a powerful thing because um, they can find they find me and uh, my clients prefer other clients to me. So this is really a powerful thing because uh, they come to me and this is one thing we all uh, would like to have right. So the clients come to us. So this is. It? Yeah, something some things
1: I'm proud of. <laughs> awesome, of course. Congratulations on the you know being on the front page of the magazine. Definitely yeah, important important thing. And um, on the other hand, were there any time in LinkedIn where you felt a little bit awkward, or did you did you had any not really pleasant experience? Uh, let me put it that way.
0: Uh, <laughs> I had a very weird experience with one guy who uh, sent me an invitation. I accepted. And then he literally uh, sent me a message with one word, drink with question mark, which I believe it's an invitation for a drink. I, I ignored it because I was like, okay, we're on LinkedIn, you know, it's not Tinder. Uh, and this happened for, I don't know, five times in a row in a few months. So this is really strange, but it it happens really, really, really for me. Uh, awkward is sometimes when, again, very rarely situation but sometimes uh, some guy um, happens on um, comment section and they try to be um, kind of not negative but uh, yes or try to really start me um, and I'm like oh how should I how should I respond how, how will I turn out what will uh, be influence on my brand and I'm still kind of each time it is a challenge for me. I don't take it personally, because I call them statistics, right? If you have a big network, somebody will troll you. But I take it as learning, just Mm. to learn how to respond. I've learned to just ignore or just delete the comment, or um, I don't want to fight in the comments because it doesn't give anything to anybody, right? So I, um, in the earlier years of my social me- uh, media career, I always tell, and um, was always teaching response to every comment. But I've learned not to. I've learned to ignore or just delete. <laughs> because it's better for
1: my brain. It's actually interesting, you know, do you think for the ladies, for the female, is it more difficult to uh, to be taken more seriously than maybe for like a, some someone like me, like an old grumpy guy, you know, who is who is there, you know. I'm I'm, not, I'm probably I'm not I'm not gonna receive any messages like a drink with a question mark. I mean, I've never done that in my life, so I think.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not into these feminist uh, topics, but I don't believe. I believe if you uh, built your brand around your credibility around your profession if you uh, if your photos are, are professional, I don't think that females have more this kind of strange uh, messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, can be in globally globally because look it, it, it's in nature that men are the ones asking females outright, so maybe it's in the nature and they got oh LinkedIn is another channel where I can find my spouse or something like that, uh, but I don't think so that it, it's um, LinkedIn
1: is something different. Okay, okay. Let's get back to the to the LinkedIn topics again, and um, let me ask you um, in terms of uh, and you mentioned you mentioned it a few times that you like to uh, educate yourself and you 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 absorbing more and more information as you go. Uh, who are actually your, your kind of like, a, I would say, LinkedIn gurus or are, this, are, there, are there people who you like would like to give some shout out here and uh, maybe say, these are the people I really like and follow?
0: Yes, of course. Um, for the longest time, I've been following Melanie Dodaro. Uh, I have her um, book around LinkedIn already. Uh, and Vivica von Rosen from the Vengresso company. I really, like, I really like Andy Foote. His stuff is amazing. He really finds a niche around LinkedIn topics to post it. Uh, Mikaila Alexis um, and perhaps Sherry Robaram, because she is she's a LinkedIn video expert, uh, and she's an example of how personal um, a user can be on LinkedIn, but with big success. Um, so these are the. I don't know if I skipped anybody, uh, these are the people I always go to when I need to take care of my <laughs> knowledge, being uh, up to date what happens on LinkedIn.
1: All right, okay, that's, that's cool. From the perspective of, uh, of you working with, uh, with your clients, uh, I might have one more, one more question from, from this topic and that is, um, is there any common mistakes um, which uh, you feel the people are making on LinkedIn and uh, you would like to address that?
0: Yes, the first thing is, as I mentioned before, not taking time, not investing time in LinkedIn. This is the first one. Um, and the second thing can be uh, not understanding your uh, LinkedIn profile as your landing page. It is a landing page. It's not something that it should be static. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, not being consistent. Not being consistent. I believe this is, this is something. Just forgetting about LinkedIn for a few months and then getting back to it. This is well uh, combined with the not investing time, but this is here on my uh with my clients the biggest mistake. Awesome, awesome. Um, or another sorry, another thing is that in Slovenia, there are not so many companies that would have social media strategies employed, right? Um, there is or marketing person or a salesperson or, or secretary or somebody that is taking care of LinkedIn uh, page. Yeah, LinkedIn page. And this is something I would really like to address here. And in general, that uh, these are, using LinkedIn comes with certain skills that you don't have if you use Facebook or Instagram or if you are just a millennial, right? These are business skills that needs to be learned over time. And it's really, in long term, it really is awesome for the company to invest in a person that
1: is responsible for the content for the LinkedIn. Got it, got it. Before we go, uh, I would like to ask you one of maybe one of the last questions, and that is, um, give us a secret tip. Maybe you have some secret tip which you um, which you give to your clients, to your your prospects, to your customers. Um, what would be your secret tip on LinkedIn?
0: Secret tip, just one. <laughs> okay, uh, yes, just uh, my secret tip can be try to use LinkedIn profile very creatively. Uh, for example, I use my uh, work experiences as my services, right? So, LinkedIn as an entity, LinkedIn profile as an entity can be really, you can be, we can be really creative with it. And I always, um, Another thing is uh, try to um, be up to date with the new features, test them, but not try not to use everything that LinkedIn gives you, but uh, use those that resonate with you. So this, is, this can be my tip.
1: Awesome. And uh, you were you were talking you were talking about Sheerobotom and um, a, and her as a, as a sort of a, like a, a LinkedIn video expert. Can you tell us a little bit more about about you and the video and how is 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 there actually LinkedIn Live? Do you have the feature? You don't, or, or how is it? How is it all about? Um, you know, how is it in Slovenia and LinkedIn in Slovenia and video?
0: I know uh, uh, somebody who has LinkedIn Live in Slovenia. I don't have it. I applied a few times, but I still (laughs) didn't get it. Uh, So uh, perhaps with that, I was listening to uh, LinkedIn Live from Social Media Examiner with Michaela Alexis as a guest, and she was telling certain tips how to get it. Uh, But the first thing is, you need to be really specific for the LinkedIn, how you will use it, how much time, what will be the topic, and she said, that the LinkedIn topics are not preferred, which is, for me, very strange. Uh, but still, and it helps if you are live on other social platforms. So the LinkedIn knows, okay, this guy, this company, or uh, she, understands what this format is all about. But I would like to have it because I, I like to test it um, different formats. But I must admit I'm not good at video in general. I don't kind of <laughs> I would I'd like to here and there I post a video, but I'm not into li- I'm not into video as a format, not for other social media. But I look forward to to get it or for LinkedIn stories. I love uh, stories on Instagram, so I look forward for this format because I believe it's a great feature for us to be really to come closer to our audience. But on the other hand, it can be dangerous for the users to overuse them or use them in a not business way. This is the danger of them. Um, but still, well, I, I have to um, announce, I got the LinkedIn newsletter two days ago. Uh, so this is another yeah invite only feature that I got and I'm, I'm so crazy and joyful about it. I need to post this week. Uh, so this is, perhaps the format I will be focused on in the next few months so I can test how newsletter on LinkedIn uh, can be successful for me and for my clients and for my audience.
1: You also mentioned something about about um, you know, us uh, being personal on LinkedIn. You know so how much do you go with that um, you know personal? I know that we, you know, we, at the beginning we mentioned that you, you're a lover of lakes. Uh, You know, so you love lakes and all that. How much would that um, you would share on LinkedIn? And how much would you advise to other people to be personal on LinkedIn?
0: I always say, be as personal as you feel to be, right? But I always say to my clients, when you start building your personal brand on LinkedIn, I believe the first step is to uh, really... For quite some time just post value just to get attention and to stick to the attention and to really trick people into uh, wanting to know more about you right so building a personal brand is a process as well so i was for many years i was not personal oriented. i was just in the position to teach to, to give value but i i learned how to be more personal and not not just personal but to really my tone of voice is much more relaxed than it used to be. And yes, I, uh, I tell about my book right now, of course. I will tell more about it. But I really still stick for 95% of my content to be really um, professional and credible. But as I say, Shay, for example, is um, she is really, really personal. She talks about life. Coaching topics and so on, but I like that because she knows how to do it, and it resonates with her, and it resonates with her audience, I believe. But mm. since she is done, is doing it, we cannot say, okay, I can do it as well. No, because you can, you can sound ingenuine, you can sound. Um, Inauthentic, and that is not okay. So, but um, she is doing it really well. And Mikhail Alexis is, is the same. She yes. she yes. always talks about really really personal stuff. But I'm okay with that because I feel that she is. Her, they both of them are really genuine about it. And yes. I feel if I'm not genuine about certain kind of topics, I won't post it. And that is what I teach um, yeah. my clients. Well, yes, but you must understand here in Slovenia we're not that open, like for example in other countries we are kind of strict and uh, quiet and so on. And it's you are still different if you post online, like myself, for example. And uh, I think it's a real process.
1: Hmm. Uh, I think I think, with everything you need to find the balance, right? The right balance between you know um, yeah. between the business and and the personal and kind of. But I think I think you're right and you're correct. Um, when you start when you start being a little bit more personal then I know you more. I, I, I build a relationship with you. So so I think just being too too businessy um, doesn't really help that much. You know, you really need to open up a yeah. little bit and show your that the other part, you know, your love of legs or um, whatever whatever else it is yeah. and all that, right? Yes,
0: well, well like I said, the personal dimension can be in every professional post. Right? I'm not, uh, my communication is not strict. You can see a lot of emojis, which is as well as personal, but I, I do not talk about very personal stuff because, because I don't want to. I want to build my professional brand, but I'm very personal. I smile, uh, I, I use emojis and so on. I use uh, hashtags that are quite personal sometimes. But that is really, I talk about LinkedIn, but in a personal way. Right, mm-hmm. not just talking about personal topics that I don't know. Uh, well, legs are the other thing I do talk about legs, but really, really rarely.
1: Mansa, before we go, is there anything else? Would you would like to add, which we, uh, for example, didn't touch upon? Is there anything else you want to you want to add to to this to this podcast?
0: Yes, perhaps something. I was talking about my business partner um, yesterday, and I told him that he really knows how to do business, right? But he doesn't use LinkedIn. But I told him, look, if you know how to do business correctly, you will know how to use LinkedIn, right? So LinkedIn is doing business online. It's no different. Offline, you start a conversation, you go to a business meeting, you build relationships, and this is the same on LinkedIn. So we need just kind of mirror not the same of course but it can be a reflection of us doing business offline to online so if you do know how to do business you can use linkedin as well it has its uh, rules of course but it's easier yeah. if you know Absolutely. how to do business
1: linkedin for me is like a one big networking event where you can go to and um, that's that's really that's really yeah. nice
0: need to have uh, networking mindset. You need to understand that you need to go out, you need to network, connect, talk, have conversation, in one-on-one messaging, on com- in comment sections, and so on. So it's like you said, it is a big networking event and uh, why shouldn't we use this platform for our business?
1: Sure. Before we wrap up this, uh, this podcast, uh, Manso, where can we find more about you? Where can our podcast listeners should go and visit to visit you?
0: Yes, sure. Uh, You can find me on LinkedIn, of course, Uh, click Manza Kurils and I have a profile and a page. So I invite you to follow my page. It's really um, stuffed with great content on LinkedIn. Uh, My business page is in process of publishing. So this is my COVID project. So yes, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook as well, but for the LinkedIn, you can find me there.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much for for talking you. to us. It was absolute pleasure to have you all the way from Slovenia. I, I always feel it's it's fantastic to have uh, different people from different countries on the show because uh, it gives us also overview, you know, how things are done in the different countries and it was really great to to have you on the show and thank you very much for that.
0: Thank you for having me. It was a really pleasure. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe to our LinkedIn Smart Podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcast. We would really appreciate it. Thank you and see you next time. Be LinkedIn Smart. The LinkedIn Smart Podcast was brought to you by Square Motion, a video marketing agency in Dubai. Need an engaging LinkedIn video? Go to squaremotion.me.